just to say a marshal for an idea, an idea that we mentioned a few times already, which is that the tshuva is not the connection itself. Tshuva is just a mitzvah that allows us to connect to Hashem. So a marshal for that is, is let's say you are uh, walking down the street, and by mistake you are uh, you know, punching on the nose. So you say, I'm so sorry, and you really apologize profusely, and he says, okay, it's okay. He's Michael, right? Have you become friends? No. No. He's exactly the same we were before. You have no connection. You heard him? He's Michael, you. That very went away. But you still haven't connected to him. Same thing with the Rebbeinu Shalom. If you have no connection with the Rebbeinu Shalom and you just do tshuva, so now you have an opportunity to connect with him. Meaning, if you right after you punched that guy, you said, you know, let's be friends, before you asked him Mechila, he probably would have said, uh, no, thank you. Because he doesn't like you right now. But then after, after, if you decide you might be, want to be friends, you could try to work at it. But if you don't, the, the tshuva is not the relationship itself. I'll throw out an idea that takes more time to develop, but not for now. But Roshani Yom Kippur is really the tshuva process, and Yom Kippur and, and Sukkot is where you put effort into developing a relationship. Obviously, all of us have some degree of relationship already with the Rebbeinu Shalom, but in the yearly cycle, Roshani Yom Kippur is the tshuva. It takes away the impediments to the relationship, to the connection to Hashem, and then you work on those in the yearly cycle on Sukkot and developing the connection with Simcha towards the Rebbeinu Shalom. But uh, the, again, the, 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 we need to work on Obviously, it's a background work for everything, which is a way to connect to Hashem, to f- live with Hashem constantly, feel Hashem. Every qu- every question we have should be, what is the will of Hashem, not to, not what do I want? And always, anything time something happens, good, the slightest good or bad thing, what is Hashem talking? What is Hashem say, telling me? Always living with Hashem, it's a place of great comfort and uh, and a very satisfying life. So we left off with a question yesterday. The Ram says a fascinating halacha. The Ram says that a sar mishdaleach is mechaper akola verishibetera, even without tshuva. Now, without tshuva, the Ram says only mechaper on the various kalas, not on the various chamuras, on the more lenient various, not on the more severe various. We ask the question: How is it possible to have tshuva? I have a kapara, I should say, without tshuva. So, I'm not sure, but I would suggest like this. I would suggest is that a Sarmishtalach, the carbon is a Shliach, the, 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 the Kayan brings it as four Klai Yisrael, as a Shliach for Klai Yisrael, meaning we are all part of the carbon. The carbon that, that, that the carbon Tzibor of the Sarmishtalach, it's born in Yom Kippur, is all from us, meaning we want to be part of it. If we don't want to be part of it, then we say, I don't want to be part of Klai Yisrael anymore. But just the fact that we want to be part of Klai Yisrael, that alone is a some madrake of tshuva. The fact that we want to stay connected to the family of Klai Yisrael and be part and have the Sar Mishdalech sent for us, that is some degree of tshuva. It's still a chiddush of the Torah that there's a kapara, there's an atonement and you don't get punished for the sin, even though you didn't do any tshuva b'poyal. But nevertheless, there is some degree of tshuva because I'm willing to be part of the family of Klai Yisrael. Okay, that's an idea that 
can be spoken about at length, the idea of recognition of the family of Klai Yisrael. A lot of times we see ourselves as just, you know, myself, let's say, don't have a strong family. But there's a family of Klai Yisrael. And the family of Klai Yisrael is based, based on the belief that the Rebbeinu Shalom is our creator and made us all as one unit to achieve the ultimate goal, each one doing our part. But that, that's a basic idea of, of Ashkafa, of that we're not singular people, we're a family. And we take care of each other and we only succeed as a whole. So the recognition of this idea of a shliach, of a carbon being brought for the family of Klai Yisrael, is based on the recognition of our father of the family, which is the Rebbeinu Shalom. But the question, in my opinion, is still better than, in, than this answer, at least for me. Um, if someone has a better answer, they can let me know. Okay, we'll continue on. Halacha Gimel. Perek Aleph Halacha Gimel. B'man she'en b'is ha'migdash k'ayin ve'en lo'en m'izbeach kapora e'en sh'amel t'shuva. Now, when there's no b'is ha'migdash, so we don't have a m'izbeach that's mechaper, so we only have t'shuva. Ha'tshuva mechaperes al kol averes. There's nothing that t'shuva can't be mechaper for. Afilu roshe kol yomov. Even if you're roshe your whole life. Ve'osa t'shuva b'achreni. Do t'shuva at the end. E'en maskirin lo'ishem rishay. You're not called the Russia. Uh, it's sins are not mentioned. Your sins will not be mentioned at the end of your days. If you do tshuva. And the, and the day of Yom Kippur is mechaper. So this is a interesting halacha. So Shimon, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to be in Russia my whole life. And then I'll do tshuva at the end. Is that a good plan? Why? Everything's erased. You don't know when you're going to die. Okay, so let's say, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I don't know. Can I answer? Not yet. One second. You don't know when you're going to die. Okay, that, that's a practical reason why that wouldn't work. But let's say you happen to know. Would that work anyway? Go ahead, Shmuel. Um, you, you sort of, you become what you do. So, like, and you, and so it's very possible that you won't want to do tshuva by the end of your life because, like, like I got it, one hundred percent. Shmuel is right. It's not a good plan. Again, another practical reason because it's not reality. Because if you're Russia, then you're not really going to do tshuva because you're not connected to Hashem. How are you going to do tshuva? You're not going to switch. Tshuva is a, is a real thing. You have to really decide to be somebody else. So how are you going to do that if you're Russia your whole life? It's also true. Another reason. And these are these are, they're both true practical reasons that it's not a good plan. So okay, I won't, I'm not going to do it. But another reason why, even if you do pull it off, it's not a good plan, is because our madriga in the next world is based on one thing: our connection to Rebbeinu in this world. So if someone's in Russia their whole life, and let's say they do somehow figure out how to change in that last moment. You're right; it's basically impossible. But let's say they figure it out. All they did is have a tshuva, and now they're not punished for the Averis. But they didn't have any connection to Rebbein Yishalel. What about the quota? And therefore, your, your level in the next world will be very low, or almost negligible. You only have one mitzvah, the mitzvah tshuva, but you, have an, you don't have any connection to Rebbein Yishalel. So even though it's true, no matter what you've done in life, you can wipe the slate clean and not get punished for those Averis, in the next world, if you do tshuva, 
but the reward, which is your, based on your connection with Hashem, is only if you have done that as well. Yeah, Shmuel, what were we asking? Makom so, so the reason for that is is because that's talking about not about tshuva who just did a regular about tshuva doesn't mean you just did tshuva and then didn't work to come close to Hashem it means it summons about tshuva and actually then reached the level of tzitkas of that tzaddik so then he's considered a certain way better because he overcame his Yetzirah. But it You're means... saying that the Baal Shuvah has to reach the Tzaddik's level? Right. And, and, and then... But, he's consi- uh, um, it, like, the implication isn't that the Baal Shuvah is the Tzaddik's level, I don't think. I think the implication is that there's a special place for people who Correct. do Shuvah that is not necessarily... It's like a different track, sort of. No, it means that if they have to be... if, they, if they, it, Just because you did a little Shuvah, that doesn't do it. It means... Even though it's a tzaddik Amr and the Bachuba also did it, he's much higher because that's what for Rishenim say. Because he has overcome his Yetzahara. But he but but if he hasn't done anything besides besides Anchuba, that's not it's come out it's it's not much. So of course you have to also work and become a great person. On the other hand, Agav there's many Chazal, right? So there's different ways to understand the topic that idea anyway. Okay. Halacha Dalit. Even though tshuva is mechaper and everything, and tshuva and the atmu shel yom kippur, yom kippur is also mechaper. Yesha veris she mechaper b'shaiton, yesha veris she mechaper l'achazman. Those are veris that are that you mechaper in the right away, and those are mechaper you only have an atonement after time. Now, what is the difference between tshuva, slachlonu, mechalonu, kapalonu? Four words. Tshuva, slicha, mechila, kapara. Four words. Tshuva, slicha, mechila, kapara. What's the difference between those four things? I wish I could say I knew exactly the answer to that question, but I'm going to try. Tshuva generally is a word that's spoken about the person, the aggressor, the person who has the, who did the wrong, either to a person or to a Shalom, has to do the act of tshuva. Slicha mechila kapara are from the person who's accepting the tshuva. Again, either the Rebbein Shalom or, the, or a person. The level of slicha mechila kapara is obviously simple levels of tshuva. Kapara is the highest, and Slicha is the lowest. So I would suggest that Slicha and Mechila are very similar, which is that it's a, I forgive. Kapara is that it's wiped clean, and now you have the ability to connect. Meaning, Kapara means that the, the sin the mechitza has completely gone away, and now I can connect. As we're going to see in a minute, there are many things you can have, tshuva and tzlicha, mechila, but there's not kapara gemura. What does that mean, there's not a kapara gemura? So I would suggest what that means, that a kapara gemura is that there's still something that's preventing you from completely connecting with the Rebbe Meaning you have a kapara, you have tzlicha, mechila, kapara, but till you have a kapara gemura, there's still a 
something preventing you from completely connecting. Just like a marshal between two people who had a two friends who had a big blow up and had a big fight, and then they want to connect, right? So how long does it take to connect? Nathan, you ever had a big fight with a friend of yours? Could I have one just to understand how mechila and tshuva work? No, I'm uh, so, but uh, <laughs> so we any, any volunteers? Yeah, okay. Um, the you, if you did right, it would be a process, as you explained, to reconnect, right? So you, it's not just I have tshuva, I have slicha mechila kapara. It's a process. So complete kapara means that you've totally wiped the slate clean, that you can totally reconnect as before. Mashenka, when you don't have a kapara, or you don't have even kapara gemura, then there is, you can connect, but there's still a something separate, something that's holding back from the complete connection. So, Ketat, over Adam al mitzvah asay she'en bekaris, ve'asay tshuva. This is the most uh, least severe of type of avera. Enezaz mishama shemechel miyad. The mechila helps right away, and it's over. over our creases to Mrs. Bez, and you have an Avera that has creases to Mrs. Bez, which is obviously more severe. Vasa Chuva. Chuva Vyemakipurim Tailin. Chuva and Yam Kippur protect you. Vyasurim Abonalem Gurm Kapara. And only through Yasurim do you have a complete Kapara. Lodim is Kapara, Kapara Gamura, Achiavala Yasurim, until Yasurim come. Why does Yasurim bring Kapara? How does pain help for Kapara? So only if you use it to help. Right? The expression, if you haven't said, Yisrael, Sephardim, Yisrael, right? Kapara. Right? When something bad happens. Right? Does that work? Is that true? Every time something bad happens, it's a kapara, it atones for your sins? It can. It can. As Abit says, if you are machavan, that it should, and you recognize what Hashem is telling you, then it's machapa. Not that I know of, maybe. But whether you say it or not, it's about what you think. You could you could think it without saying it and say it without thinking it. Right. Except that Hashem is telling me that I have to become better. And if you could try to maybe think that maybe it's related to a specific thing, you could obviously, it's very difficult to know for sure, but if you think that it might be related, you can say Hashem is maybe telling me something about this specific thing I should become better at. But if something that's difficult happens, you say, Hashem is telling me you have to become better. Then it's mechaper. So when, when, but it's also when, when, when difficult things happen, um, I had a conversation yesterday with somebody, I may mean, have a conversation actually many times with people, but said, uh, you know, he feels disconnected with Hashem because Hashem keeps on, you know, not answering his feelings. And, and I told him as, I'm sure he's heard before, Hashem is answering his feelings, but he's just saying no. Um, meaning Hashem is saying that this is this challenge is what's good for you right now. We don't might, might, might not always like that answer, 
But that when Hashem is giving us challenges, He's telling us these challenges are good for you. How, what does that mean, Menachem? They're good for you. What are they good for? For somehow, they're good for you means that it brings you closer to Hashem, or can be bring closer to Hashem. It's the only definition of good in this world to bring you close to Hashem. So. When when something when when something when challenges when you soon happen, Hashem is telling you this is what's best for you, either a kapara itself or it's supposed to make you realize something or it's supposed to make you work harder, and therefore work harder to connect to Hashem. And the long run, if you use it correctly, it will bring you closer to Hashem, and that's the point of Yisurin in general. But also, Yisurin help you recognize that physical pleasure in this world is not what counts is fleeting usually and what the only real joy in this world and of course the next is the connection to Rebbe Shalom the Ram continues and he's still holding in his tshuva and he had Yisurin he had difficulties there's no complete kapara until he dies. Those three together, tshuva, yom kippur, and difficulties um, protect him to a certain degree. And the slate is only wiped clean by misa. I mean, there's always something that prevents a complete connection to Hashem. Don't do Averis. For sure, don't do Averis that have Karis. For sure, don't do Averis that Yemachal Shem Shemayim Berabim. There's many levels of Chil Hashem. But the basic idea of Chil Hashem is when you do an Avera in public, in front of Jews. That's the worst type of Chil Hashem. A very common type of Chil Hashem is talking by davening. It's a terrible Chil Hashem. It's saying, Halacha is not that important to me. I could do what I want, even though it says in Allah in Allah to talk, I could talk anyway. So you're publicly saying that I don't keep all parts of Allah. We all struggle to do everything right all the time. But there's a difference between what we do publicly and what we do, what we do privately. We do publicly, it's a chil Hashem. You're saying, I'm not afraid to say in public that Allah is not important to me. Again, most people who talk by davening, probably because that's how they were taught. They saw it in shul by their parents or cousins or friends, or somebody else. And they thought, eh, it must not be so bad, because other Jews are doing it. That's how it will be my for them. And hopefully, Hashem will forgive them for that. But nevertheless, it's a chil Hashem. Even schmoozing by learning is a chil Hashem. If you do it publicly, you cause other people to see it. Getting up for late for chakras is a chil Hashem. Again, I don't think this is what the Ram means when he says that this chil Hashem, you never get when he says that. That's, but it means... But we have to be careful. We have to recognize that every single thing we do has an effect on those around us. Every time we learn better, it inspires others to learn. Every time we 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 do what we're supposed to do, it consciously and subconsciously affects all those around us, good and bad. And there's no way around that. It's the reality of life. So you put yourself in good situations where you get inspired by others to do good. So, but we have to recognize the greatness of our actions. Don't think. You know, I only take care of myself. What's a big deal if I come late? 
What's a big, big deal if I schmooze a little bit? Besides it, that is a big deal for yourself and the world that you don't that you don't see, but it also does have an effect on everybody around us. And you're not only, as a Yid, as part of the family of Klaeser, which you spoke about before, you're not only responsible for yourself. You're always responsible for everybody else in Klaeser as much as you can affect them, which is sometimes less than you think and sometimes more. But... It's not, it's not insignificant. You have to be careful. Another reason that we have to be very careful with our actions. The Ram continues. Perik base. Ezehu tshuva gemurah. What is complete tshuva? Someone comes to a something that he had already failed in. And he has the ability to do that. And he separates himself and he doesn't do it because he doesn't want to anger Hashem. He wants to connect to Hashem. Not from fear and not because he's unable to do Avera. He was with a woman that he shouldn't have been. And then at some other point he was with her alone. And he still has that same taiva to her. In the same setting. And he does not do the Avera. This is a Baal Tshuva Gemura. It sounds really weird. Recall your Creator in the days of your youth, we do tshuva when you're older, then you don't have a tshuva gemura. But if you don't do tshuva only when you're older, and you don't have the ability to do what you did, it's not the best type of tshuva, it works, and it's about tshuva. Feel over kol yomov, even the whole all your life. For us, the tshuva be yomi sasei. As we said before, or meis be tshuva sasei. Kol avonim simchol all your various sin. Shenemar ala shaloitech shachashem as we are by yerech v'chovim v'shavu avim achar ageshem shu yomam misa mechal shem zocher boyray. If you recall your creator v'shav koyim sheyomus nislach loy. You have, you have tshuva. So Shmuel said, mumbled something to the effect that that's weird. So he's asking. So let's say I want to do tshuva. So does that mean that uh, I should go to that same spot and see if I could do it? Obviously not. Because first of all, tshuva, Hashem knows where we are, where we are holding. Hashem knows if we can withstand or not. What it is, is that more that we should know if we're in the same place or not. Meaning, we, I, we dive in all the time, don't bring me to a test. We try to avert situations where we, where, we, where we will be tested. The best way to succeed in Avedis Hashem is not to put yourself in the bad situations. Once you're sitting with your phone at 2 o'clock in the morning and bored and no filter, you know what you are? You're an anus. And an idiot. You're an anus because you can't control yourself and an idiot because when you could have, which is when many other times during the day or during the weeks and months before, you could have prevented yourself, could have put on a filter. And if you're not watching things that you shouldn't watch, you should be wasting time, which is almost as bad. You could have put on an app that closes your phone off if this is what your struggles at whatever time it should be off. But at that point, you're ready in anus. So it's the tshuva is for you to know 
that you are in control. Tshuva is that you work on yourself. You say, I don't want to do what I want, that, that, that avera that disconnects me with Hashem. And you work on your connection to Hashem, and that makes you do tshuva. And the Ram explains Aloha what the exact process of tshuva is. But we don't have to put ourselves in that situation in order to say, I did tshuva. You do tshuva by saying, Chatosevisi Pashati, and the Ram, again, there's three, there's three, three steps of tshuva. And then, Hashem knows if, that you, if, if you're going to fail if you put in the same situation. You should not put yourself in the situation to say, well, I want to do tshuva gemura, so I'm going to put myself and see what happens. No, that's not what it means. It means that tshuva gemura means you're on the level of tshuva, that if you would be in the same situation, you wouldn't have done it. And you probably should know if you did tshuva correctly, if that is true, and, you sh- and the Rabbani Shem for sure knows. But one way to find out is if you happen to get stuck in the same place, so then you know you did Tshuva Gemura. But you really know if you did Tshuva you should be able to, most of us can know before, right? Even though, like we always say, we all struggle with the same struggles for life. That's how Hashem made us. But we should struggle on very different levels, right? If, let's say someone wastes, let's say you're not, you're not watching, you shouldn't watch. Let's say someone wasted, uh, I don't know, when they were 12, four, when they were 15, wasted four hours a day on their phone every night and went to sleep at 6, 6 a.m., right? So even if you still struggle with wasting time sometimes, right, and, but you worked on yourself and you worked on your situation and you know that even if you fail, so you'll look up and you, you'll, you'll, you'll be in bed at 12.30 and you'll be like, oh man, I just wasted 20 minutes. I'm going to stop and do something tomorrow to set myself up that it shouldn't happen again. But you're not going to get caught up till 6 a.m. because you've grown. And you know that's not going to happen. Right? Even if you don't do it itself. So the Ram, of course, doesn't mean that you should put yourself in the situation. And it doesn't mean that you can never have tshuva gemura if you were never in this same situation. It means that, what I understand it means is that the Ram is saying that you should, if you would be in that situation, the same, same setup, and you wouldn't do tshuva, that's, then you've reached the level of tshuva gemura. And the version for sure knows if you've reached that level, and usually you yourself can know that as well. And nevertheless, but even if we don't do tshuva in that great, great way, now any level of tshuva is some degree of wiping the slate, and we should all do as much tshuva as we can, even if we can't do tshuva gemurah. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. These Yorim were given in Yeshivas Ahavis Atera, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatera.org. Thank you.